0: Adversity? Bring it. The struggle?
1: We welcome it. Snooze on life? Never that. We are Dave Regina and Mike Perella and this is the No Snooze Podcast. Come on. Welcome back, No Snooze Podcast, episode 130. We're climbing. I'm in the booth with my brothers, Michael, the show Pirelli, Claudio, the voice Valenzuela, and I am Dave, the body, Regina. Michael smiling away today, which is a, a beautiful thing, right? We're talking about lifestyle design at some point today, okay. but before we do that, we like to go back and forth and catch up. So what has been going on
0: I mean, with that uh, that mug well, and that sticker right there? Claudio gave me a little mug. I like that. Which uh, it, it, I can borrow. I'm just drinking water. Had my Red Bull. Kind of looks like you, actually. Pull Does it? it? The same yeah. build. Yeah, same build. Although same. I'm, I have a bigger <laughs> chest. You know?
1: <laughs> um, oh, wait, wait, wait. Before we get started, though, I do have to say there's two, two, uh, two pieces of very good information I want to share. Okay. So, and you'll love this. I was at a holiday party. All right? CV, you'll like this one, too. I walk in. I get introduced there was this um, she's a young lady, probably our age, right? 30s, uh, married. Her husband was there. Um, very nice. She goes, Oh my God, it's so nice to meet you. Like, I'm really familiar with your podcast. Oh, Jesus. And I'm like, That's incredible. Like, how are you? Nice to meet you. You know, we start chopping it up. She was like, No, listen, I just appreciate what you guys do. And I really love, you know, the message that you guys put out. So I said, Thanks so much. Five minutes later, older lady probably in her 60s and 60s or 70s i guess comes out and she's like aren't you the guy that i met at the bar oh my god <laughs> so i lo- i'm like oh boy oh boy the young the younger one is like that's my mom oh so <laughs> so i met the mom when i was at uh augie's augie's up. Uh, prime up yeah. by me right they have yeah. a great happy hour and i end up like chopping it up with this woman um nothing about the podcast whatsoever right so the mom comes in and she's like don't i know you from the bar and then the the daughter was like oh my god i love your podcast so it just goes to show the balance of life that i have <laughs> Dude, uh, you are
0: you know what's funny <laughs> i i figured it out you are so recognizable like you no offense you're hard to forget Like your whole presence, right? You're probably wearing a mink coat or something. You got a big beard, earrings. Like, there's very few people in life that I walk around. I'm like, oh, that looks like Dave. When it does, I like text you a picture, right? Yes, yes.
1: Whereas it's usually a bear or some sort of a lion or something.
0: Whereas me, Mr. BC, business casual. I could be mistaken for a lot of people, right? <laughs> so I mean, that's hilarious. Isn't that funny? So funny. And did then, they mention me at all? But, yeah, well, they said you po- they name. said the
1: podcast. They did said they say and they me- said you guys. Did you so mention they did my name? Did say that? Didn't say Mike. They didn't say Mike. They
0: didn't say. But I, like, they didn't say Dave either. Did you say I'm so impressed with his benching? She didn't yeah, mention no, that. She didn't say the body. Right, well, you know,
1: but listen, listen. Maybe because her husband was there, she didn't want to be offensive to him. You're right. You know what I'm saying. Um, and then shout out. Maddie Reg, yes, and soon to be Gianna Reg. Wow, right? My brother, um, got engaged. I guess uh, when this comes out, it would be what two weeks ago. Uh, but what a beautiful thing. So funny story. We went down to uh, the Diamond District, down to my jeweler. Um, it's next to my mink guy, by the way. Is Mike, it really? just so, you know, <laughs> Say, is it the yeah. same guy? <laughs> Say, no, no, not
0: the same guy. Um, when you walk in, do they love it? <laughs> they call this the guy. He's here. He's, He's here. getting the minks. <laughs> Anybody got the gator shoes?
1: <laughs> um, no. So we go down there and Matt knows absolutely nothing about diamonds. But forget diamonds. He knows nothing about like
0: negotiation. Yeah. Right. And me. Well, well, that, I mean, diamonds and negotiation together, that's so foreign.
1: Right. But I mean, you remember how it was. It's an overwhelming experience. So, like, me, I kind of like it. So, like, I've been multiple times with, like, multiple. Um, of my guys that, yeah. you know, want to get engaged. We go down to my guy, get, uh, at least the best deal that I feel comfortable with because he's been in the family for so long. Like yes. my, my family's been doing business with this guy. It's a way to like, do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. 25, 30 years. Um, so I usually get, you know, what I feel is a, is a good deal. At the end of the day, I mean, diamonds are not an investment like people say they are, but you want a nice piece to represent the, you know, the marriage that you're going to have. And you want something that obviously your to-be wife can be very proud of, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So we go there and basically <laughs> the guy says, "Well, listen, what's, you know, what what's the budget or whatever?" So we'll just throw random numbers out. Say we say 10 to 15, right? And what dollars? No, ten to fifteen thousand, right? And I'm just I'm just using yeah. ballpark. Right? I, I don't no. think we
0: throw numbers out.
1: No, no, no. I'm just I'm just saying. Say it was ten to fifteen that we use. No, we, I know, but I'm saying did... using
0: even numbers is well, difficult. You,
1: no, but because I'm going to give you the reference of how right. bad of a negotiator Matt is. Got it. Okay. Right. So basically, for example, say we say, yeah, the budget is ten to fifteen. Mind you, though, he already knows us. Yeah. So like we 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 don't feel like we're going to get screwed over. Yeah. Right. So we say ten to fifteen. He goes, great. Um, you know, I could really work with that, blah blah blah. My brother goes, but actually, like, I can get like, I can squeeze like eighteen out of this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like, throws, he negotiate it. He, yeah, up. he negotiated up, and then the guy was like, "You're lucky, I know you guys, yeah. because I would go right to that bigger number." Yeah. So just a tip if you're uh, negotiating, don't do that. Don't go with Matt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but no. Very, uh, and then to, so he held that on for, I guess, two months because he did that back in November, the beginning of November
0: and oh so about a month I you're guess. really blown up his spot right now what if he was talking to johnny he was like listen like i had it for a year i've been waiting for the ring. oh maybe maybe but i he was telling me he's like yo she got no faith in me she has
1: no faith in me so she was going to be blown away so he ends up holding it um for over a month they stressful go to a, that, right
0: from when you get the ring until when you propose <laughs> right. it's not so much the mental of like i'm going to propose it's like i don't want to lose this right thing. right you know? exactly
1: um so then he goes to aruba and my man is smooth so smooth. Hires a photographer Smart. to hide in the bushes. Smart, right? Has like a. a it looked a like sunset, a TMZ picture. A sunset. Yeah, <laughs> it there did. was. There I was, was like, 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 wow, like the sun setting in the background. But my man had the most elite uh, one kneel pose I've nice. ever seen in my life. Yeah. In the sand too. In the sand, not easy. I mean, the angle of this thing was like I'm gonna. I'll I'll send you a picture CV so you could put it up. But the angle of the knee to the you know it was good just, extension. Oh, good beautiful. Extension. But when I spoke to Gianna about it. I said, you know, how do you think he was so good at that? Like, do you think he practiced? And she said that he was willing to crease his sneakers. So he, uh, w- he, he went back, like, further than, like, he tip- would. Yes, if, uh, if he was wearing sneakers that he didn't want to crease. Got it. And that's what made it just look like, like a boomerang. It was just so nice. I don't think I can get in that position. <laughs> yeah, right?
0: Yeah. I was on a stair when I proposed. So, like, I think that helped with my knee situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but shout out Matt Reg. Right? He looks more and more like you. Does he? I hate to, not that it's a bad thing, but <laughs> he's getting a little more burly. Right, yeah, and when he was swinging on that rope, and he, <laughs> so that goofy. form was so bad. And then he fell on his back. Yeah, he looked yes. like a turtle that was like holding on and lost, f- and then just kind of like yeah,
1: he's not he's not very graceful, but neither am I. So maybe maybe that runs in the uh, the Reggie family. Yeah, Reggie family. You know? Good for him though. By Are you
0: uh, first thing that came to your mind when you heard that he got engaged or was getting engaged? What did you jump to? Because I know what I jumped to um, about him. D- just in general, thoughts that came through your head. <sighs> Let's plan this wedding. Ha- but i don't Best know man speech
1: i don't know what so apparently i don't want to get in their business but they're like debating not really doing a big wedding and i'm like guys if it's up to me we're having a banger yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, like we're doing this you're, you're having- gonna be the
0: wedding planner yes. for them that's first thing i thought was dave's gonna have a blast with this wedding
1: i mean i hope we're having a wedding i already started writing we're, we're having a wedding. <laughs> i already started writing the speech you got I'm, your list i'm planning the music like I, I don't know guys hopefully you guys you know that's awesome. Uh but yeah, no, they're debating like uh making an investment of some sort versus getting the big the big wedding. Yeah. I say F the investment,
0: go for the big wedding. Yeah, let's uh yeah. have open bar and have a good time. Great segue. And I don't want to get too serious here, but I watched a Dana White interview yes. uh, with Grant Cardone, and he basically was like, Listen, you want to make the most money possible to Grant. He's like, I want to make the most memories possible, have the most fun with my money. I don't want to go broke. But I'm not watching my, my dimes like you are. <laughs> he was talking to Grant, which was, I thought was hilarious. Does he watch his dimes? Who? Grant? Grant. Yeah. Like he invests everything, but he flies around in a helicopter. That's right. what I was saying. It's yeah. like two people that are like have an embarrassment of riches being like, right. no, you save it. No. <laughs> and they're like both have jets. Yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of similar. And, uh, <laughs> so but he was talking about like yeah, the memories. Has- so, to your point, I think you splurge, yeah. hopefully, a once in a lifetime thing, do it up. Some you'll talk about forever,
1: and we could have a live, no snooze uh, podcast. Podcast from the wedding. Well, you know? you're
0: gonna be in it, so I could be <laughs> on the sideline, like red carpet style, and Big. be like, "All right, Dave's making his move here. Let's <laughs> see what this speech is all about." Quiet on the set, and then you start talking, like, "Ooh, good comment. Yeah, good comment. Yes,
1: exactly. that did not hit <laughs> exactly.
0: That's awesome. Uh, yeah, They're no, exciting times. It is. It is.
1: Um, and then to completely switch over, right? We do have to shout out, um, and on a very serious note, uh, Beave Brody. And the entire yeah. Brody family. Yeah, some uh, some tough news, man. You know, and again, another perspective shift. And this is just how life works. You know, you have so many things in your life that can be going really, really good, but you never know what somebody else is going through. So Beave uh, and his wife are a father of four, Tactical Baby Gear, one of the first companies that really um, embraced us as the No Snooze podcast. And they're a global, large brand. Um, so it was, it was a really good experience. We got a podcast out with them. I forget the number, but go check it out. Uh, but anyway, one of Beave's daughters, I believe her name is Kendall. Um, she wasn't feeling good, and she had this, uh, this I guess um, what turned out to be a mass on on her stomach. But one morning it was feeling a little hard, and um, it turns out that it's that it's cancerous. They don't have too many details on it, but she's a young girl. I mean, maybe she's ten years old. Yeah. Uh, but just wanted to, you know, definitely shout out the Brody family, um, our prayers and well wishes to you guys and Kendall. We know you're gonna pull through.
0: Yep. You know. Well said. Yeah, there's a lot of people, and we don't want to talk about everything going on, but lately there's been a lot going on with a lot of families and people we know, people we don't know. Uh, just keep in mind, if someone's having a bad day, try to give them the benefit of the doubt because yeah. everyone's going through a little something.
1: That's a very good message right here, Right? Yeah. I'm
0: trying to remind myself because sometimes you want to hop out of the car and say, why would you run into me? Which is what happened to me recently. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. Can you, get, can you share a little- Did I not share that? No, I, share I forget that. what I
0: share and I don't share. So it's the lamest story of all time because I was parking- And this person tried to cut me off on the right side as I'm trying to park to the right. Right? So lame. It dented. You saw the dent? Like, I could probably punch a dent that big in my car. (laughs) It's just so inconvenient. Yes. Then I got the insurance people calling me for statements. And I'm telling- Their insurance? Your insurance? My insurance. Their insurance. But I talked just my insurance tip. My parents told me that. They're like, don't talk to the insurance. Just let your insurance handle it. But I'm telling a story like I'm on the stand for like a murder, right? I'm like, "Well, it was a balmy 54 degrees. I was going to pick up envelopes for my mailers. And uh, I'm turning in this thing and I don't even see the person. Like it was either it took me I probably told the story in 35 minutes wow. and it was a a 2-minute episode, right? So, it is what it is. No one was injured. I almost snapped. Because I was just, it was a long day. It was like six o'clock. I was like, I just need to pick these up and go home. And I caught myself. It was one of the few times I was able to. And I basically said, like, What are you doing? And then I felt like, you know, when you feel it. And then I was like, Are you all right? Because I knew it wasn't my fault. So I'm like, uh, Whatever. You're paying for this anyway. Right. So I make sure you're healthy.
1: <laughs> and you have stickers all over the place that say Mike Perelli Greenwich Real
0: Estate, all over yeah, the place. So assuming, they would have easily yeah, found you, you know. 100%. <laughs> so, um, but uh, yeah, that was just a little thing that oh, happened, not a big so thing. Annoying. But. I'm I'm starting to roll with the punches a little more, you know? Like my uh my little selfie stick thing, the gimbal I have, the button just randomly wasn't there yesterday. So I'm like bruising my thumb trying but to it. Why wasn't there? It Just disappeared? Or? No idea. I don't know where it went. What, what what does that mean? It just wasn't on the the thing where it the, should be. It, the button is gone? Like, but <laughs> You got gone? So I this I looked at my jacket, right? There's like Also um, oh, the button fell off into your jacket. There's like a joystick, okay. right? No, I don't know where it is. It <laughs> wasn't my jacket. So in the past, I would get irritated and be like, oh, I'm not doing it. Whereas now I'm like, I guess I, I'm rocking with this thing without a button. How know? does it work, though? It has a button. It has the joystick, but not the button on top. So it hurts your thumb. Gotcha. You know, so if you ever had like, this is great throwback. You ever play PlayStation yes. and one of the handles is all screwed up, yes. the joystick. Oh, yeah. And you just like cut your thumb up because yeah, you're not yeah. getting a new. That's what I was doing. <laughs> um, yeah. Other than that, just a lot of family stuff. We did Ravioli Day with the in-laws tremendous day they they really inspired me because they're the types which it cracks me up it used to be the first time we ever did it i don't know if i've told on this but i have if i have you're listening again that's right first time I had, like, a holiday with Dana and her family. Dana's like, oh, we have this we have this tradition where we make raviolis. Like, my my dad's great-grandfather or whatever was a chef, and he's got all this equipment, and we make raviolis from scratch, and we have them on Christmas. And it's, like, something that we bring and something we do together. Great. Like, I, I would love to do that. I love to cook. Like, it'll be a lot of fun. We show up. It's me, Dana, and Joe Salvo. Sue was not there. The two brothers... Chris and uh, and uh, Billy, brother Bill, nowhere to be found. So I was like, I thought this was like a family tradition. And keep in mind, I don't know Joe that well yet. Yeah. So it's kind of, well, he's the most easy person to hang with. He's right. very laid back. But at the same time, I'm like. You're meeting him. Yeah, yeah. I'm meeting him like one of the first times, right. not like way in the beginning. Yep. So I'm like, all right, I guess we're making ravioli. So like <laughs> um, we're talking bullshit and pardon my French. Dan's like, all right, I'll see you guys later. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? She goes and get her, her hair done. Because it was like the only time she get her hair done. So it's just me and Joe Salvo making 400, 500 raviolis, <laughs> one-on-one. That's good. We finish, and we go sit down, and he's like, uh, you want to have a beer? And we just had beers, and <laughs> and then everyone trickled in. That was supposed to be there. Like, oh, you guys made the raviolis. Good work. I was like, yeah, great tradition. <laughs> yeah, good tradition this is. So the reason I tell that is now uh, I had an open house, and then I had to run straight to the ravioli day. My mom came. Uh, a bunch of cousins you were the there. Enforcers. There was so many people. I didn't make one ravioli this there you year. Go. So Full circle. it was just. But point being is, they've really inspired me, among other things. Of like, yes, it's going to be more stressful. It's going to be chaos, but the more the merrier. Yep. Like when you can and you have the means to. I'm not saying go broke throwing events. But like, there's no downside in having more people. Yes, sometimes you like things to be more intimate. But I really like their kind of laid back approaches. Like, yeah, come on over, come on here. over, we'll figure it out. I like, you it. know. But it was fun. I, I, I said last episode, I don't like chaos when I'm not doing something business oriented. I like a little chaos. Yes, right, yeah. like events. Yep. Where you don't know what's going on, you're like, who are these? Bring people? it all in. Yeah, yep. that's fun. Yes. So I agree. That coupled with I've gotten obsessed with. So we'll talk about this later. But my core stuff that I'm focusing on this year, we've talked about bringing a little more passion back into life. And one of those things that I went really on the efficiency side, but I feel like now that Livy's getting older and enjoying cooking with me, Mm -hmm. I've really enjoyed the process of cooking again uh, within reason. I can't get too carried away and try to make like, you know, tacos from scratch like I've done in the past. But I'm finding that I think it's something that I really want to dive back into because it was an element of, um, it's a nice gesture to show people when they come over, it's a nice thing to do with people if you can be organized. Like if you can do it the right way yes. and be able to handle a combo and be cooking, there's an element of like you watching me do this and then you jump in. and it's It can be very social when mm-hmm. done correctly, yes. right? Versus if you're like trying to fry stuff and you're like, it was still over there. And yes.
1: You, but there's a level of, I think, preparation that
0: has to come with it to do it properly. So I'm slowly realizing that if you can keep things simple with what you prepare – and you prepare a li- and you prepare a little more on the front end and maybe do like a test run of like I made this before and this is how we'll do it so I can make it with friends friends and family um that's something that like I want to incorporate more in my life and I want to do more often and my brother shout out Frank shout out Frankie P he was right on this one he loves this chef that we talk about all the time that I recently dove in and this guy literally I could watch him glue something together like he taught talk- the way he talks there's you, you have anyone in your life where you're like, I would watch them do anything, they're so entertaining. Yeah, yep. he's one of those people, and the way he's so passionate and he talks to you, it sounds like he's like you're in his kitchen watching him cook. That's a skill, yeah. So, I watched him do the seven fishes, watched him make a steak. Oof. He makes like a peppercorn steak, and the way he talks about it, it's like, oh, mm. my, This nothing better than a little salt. This I'll eat it just right off the board, right off the board. Mm. You don't have to, you don't get fan, just right off the board, right. But right. yeah. so like his so, really quickly, yeah, yeah. I love it. See, now we're getting him involved. <laughs> so
2: um, my, one of my favorite things when my when uh, my family does little barbecues and things like that, yeah. Yeah. Um, my favorite thing. And it started off by my father being like, oh, come be the helper. You yeah. Know, I have to yeah. go kind of that's kind of how you learn how to grill and whatever. Yeah. So I'd be next to him. And when you cook with my father. You always get like the the on the board kind of yes. yes. food, which are the best. So when he's making steak, right for the family to eat, you know, lunch or dinner or whatever there's always like there's yeah. always like the the ends right yes. that cook first yep. and those ends he'll put on a board cut them up oh this is the pika, pika we call it the pika pika and it's just to taste it to mm. taste how it goes pika pika, pika, pika i'm gonna start taking that one. i could eat the entire thing pika, that pika. way versus yeah. then going and sitting on the yeah. table and having all these other sides so long story short that's kind of like a tradition now so yeah. even when i like cook outside or do something like that and people know the ones that know, no, yeah, they and they'll know. come like hanging that's, out around yeah, you, that, yeah, and then yeah, yeah. you'll have the board out there, yeah. get the meat out, boop, 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 boop. Yeah, one of my favorite stories.
0: So the way that that evoked a memory with his dad, right? Like that's something that I'm getting really in tune with now, because when you work like weekends and stuff, you get highly like sensitive and guilty about, and you know, like when you have to do something off hours and you know that every time you do something, you're away from your kids. Yeah. You get very sensitive. Like, I want to make these memories and like these traditions and kind of these things that they remember that they get, like he got so fired up about that. Mm -hmm. And I, for whatever reason, get so fired up about those memories too, of like cooking and eating. And like, you know, how many times have we had steak with Mo like late night or you've cooked something up on the grill like late night. That element is something that I've incorporated into my business and like have a whole brand around, and I'm like I'm doing myself a disservice of not doing more as cooking it because there's a gesture that comes with cooking things yes. that is time, uh, pat like it, when people say they cook things with love, it's a transfer of love. When you make me a steak, Dave and I'd bite into that steak and I love it. It's yeah. like we just like hugged and kissed, yes. right? Yes. Would you disagree? No,
1: I agree 100%. And also even now, you know with um with, with Cali, right? Same type of thing like um, the other night, actually, I just posted. You know, we yeah. have we have steak night all yeah. well, pretty much every night, which is very cute. You know, we do, we just do, do steak night yeah. a lot, but she loves it and she gets excited. Like even now, it's cold outside, but I love to grill my steaks. Yes, right, I just yeah. love it. Um, so you know, we put our jackets on and I hold her and we cook it. She yeah. still is a little scarred because she thinks that the oil is going to jump up into her face like <laughs> it did that one time. So she like stands back oh, and she's like, "Dale." <laughs> uh, oh, <I> <laughs> but now I even talk to her. You know, while while we're cooking, and I'll, I'll you know. I'll be like, it's cold. I know it's cold, but who makes the best the best steaks? Who yeah, makes yeah, it? She's yeah. like, Dally. Yeah. Dally does. Dally yeah. does. Um, so she go, she'll go to her grandparents' house and be like, I had the best steak with Dally. So yeah. it's it's fun. It is fun. So I understand exactly
0: what you're saying. So that's like a whole thing that I'm thinking about now, getting obsessed with the uh, chef. I love the concept of entertaining. I fell short in the past. Like We've done it, but I haven't been as organized as I want it to be. And part of the thing that I'm trying to do for the new year is like the focus. So I'm going to try when I do host, Focus on, like, some main things that I can execute, like a chef. I'm not a chef. The
1: hostess with the focus, if you will. The hostess with
0: the focus. <laughs> I like that. the kind of create, this house I'm committing to, like, keeping for a while, right? As far as living it. Mm-hmm. So if that's the case, like, yes, maybe the kitchen's not going to be ready for a little while because that's going to be a big reno. But you could still host. You just have to be smart about how you do it, right? It's a beautiful kitchen. Yeah. 100%. But I'm getting more in tune with, like, use what you got. And then the pizza oven, which is the goal and the lifestyle and what I'm working towards, will come, right? right? Like to get a pizza fire going, have people over a nice crispy spring night, Mm -hmm. and just start throwing steaks in like you're trying to kill every cow in the world. Yep, yep. That'll come, right? But you got to work your way up to that. Maybe I start making steaks in the oven on a a cast iron, right? That's delicious too. So it's like I've been to one extreme a lot of time, and now finding kind of that balance within it. And then keep sticking to like a routine of, you know, maybe I don't cook seven nights a week. Maybe most is meal prep. And then once or twice a week on the weekends, Friday nights, you you make an effort to make something and you can make the same thing every week so that you get good at that one thing. And then it becomes kind of a tool in the tool belt. That's kind of what I'm thinking through. I love that. You know, yeah. which is kind of dumb because but it's it's something that is a lifestyle. It's not dumb. And. Here's the business part of it. Like, I do want to do wines days and stuff, but like, I'd love to make a steak and then pair the wine with the mm-hmm. steak, but not have to pay eighty dollars to go pick one up from like, right. a, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, absolutely. Something I'm thinking about. All well, the steak
1: talk is making me making me really hungry now. Are you hungry? Um, Dude, I'm
0: when's the last time you had like a steak? I'm not. You make nice steaks, but like a sit down, like a monster T-bone or like last night. Hold on, let me scroll. <laughs> Hold, on. Hold on. Uh, wait. Let me show you. Or like you. a. Um, Do you know what a black and blue steak is, by the way? Well, so looks this was this, this is look. called steak talk. The good? new segment. Look, look,
1: look. That looks pretty good. Is this is a good one. If 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 my steak is not the size of the plate, I don't want it. Right? So if you're on YouTube, there you go. My little uh my little steak from um oh this was Monday night. So So,
0: so something incredible about this guy, he like insults you. He 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 walked through a grocery store and he got physically mad about things that were like processed he's like why would you buy hummus why and i literally just bought hummus yeah hummus why good, would no. you buy hummus chickpeas in a blender done why would you buy hummus he's like yelling at you he's like the the taste of a fresh unparalleled love love wow and he like yells at you and you're like i guess i'm not buying hummus anymore. <laughs> right, yeah. you know?
1: that's good um no all right so let's uh let's talk uh lifestyle design food because right? uh yeah really i mean now now i'm hungry but i guess you can either go for the steak right now, or you can go for the protein shake. CV, talk to them. We wanted to take a quick second to let you guys know that we partnered with our good friends over at Orgain.com. We're happy to offer our listeners thirty percent off by entering the code NoSnooze30. Again, that's NoSnooze30 for thirty percent off your first order. If you're on the market for a new protein powder, nutritional shake protein bar, or Mike's favorite, collagen peptides, Orgain is your one-stop shop. As all of you know, my Crohn's disease is currently in remission, and the only protein I use is from Orgain. My personal favorites are the chocolate peanut butter and the vanilla bean. With the code, you can try a two-pound tub for under $20. Talk about not snoozing. Go get yours today. Now, back to the epi. All right, Mikey, so listen, I wanna talk about the, I guess, importance And the thought process behind what I guess we would call lifestyle design. Mm -hmm. Why is it that every single thing in our lives, right? I mean, whether it's a new business that gets built, whether it's a building that goes up, a home, um, if you're in fashion, any industry, cars, planes, it doesn't matter. There's a significant amount of time that goes into what's called the design phase. Yeah. Right? A hundred percent fast. see where you're going. You see where I'm going? This guy. Um, And we're not taught to do that. For our lives, but meanwhile, it's the most important thing that we have is the time that we spend in this society,
0: right? This may be a conspiracy, but I don't think they. in The words of DJ Khaled, my guy, yep. one of the best marketers in the world. Yes, oh, absolutely. They don't want you to design. <laughs> they don't. I,
1: I believe that, but I think design thinking is a, uh, you know, as a process and it's a mindset. But I also think like our school years we're kind of taught almost a disservice because. We're basically taught to be like rationalists and, you know, everything should be done a a certain way and everything should be very specific and we have to have things figured out. And the more that I go through life, you know, as a 33 year old, uh, young, burly, good looking, gray haired. You need me to keep going? No, burly. Burly is a great (laughs) Uh, adjective. adjective. But to my point, you know, I feel like the more we go through life and the more experiences we have. That's not the best way to think when you're trying to do something new, when you're trying to become like an entrepreneur or you're doing something that hasn't been done or maybe you're doing something a little bit different than the norm. Right. So I think this process of lifestyle design um, and, and I'll share with you a couple of things that I, I read this article on lifestyle design and it just shared so many less than 10 pages, important by the way. things. Yes. Less than 10 pages, actually six um, <laughs> so I started still got more at four, four, four I know. today uh but yeah I mean there's a process involved to basically creating a um you know the lifestyle design that you want and I, I I'm looking forward to to talking about it but basically we need to think exactly like designers right
0: yeah yeah uh, uh Tim Ferris mm-hmm. was the first person who ever introduced me to this back in the day with the four hour work week yep in extreme scenario he pointed out great book if you haven't read it uh, a lot of people hate it a lot of people love it most people love it but basically the concept of like optimizing for what you want your vision to be of your day-to-day right when you're overwhelmed or not enjoying it it's not to say that you can't have it every day perfect but what ultimately do you want because you can't get to a destination without a location yep Wow. Yes. Look at that, that just rolled. Yeah, wow. That was beautiful. Let's, let's run Absolutely. that back. Should I throw <laughs> down the, was a the, the, dime, the yeah, dime that the <laughs> song? <laughs> throw a quarter at me right off my head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like ooh, that was a good one. Um so uh, the I think it's the the best thing it's done for me is in my tough decisions of like the I call it the fork in the road decisions where you can go one way, for example, the one that just happened was the going off my own That fork in the road became so clear to me on like, if I took this one route with a big company, I'm going down this way and my life would look this way. Right. It's optimized for something different than what I want. Gotcha. And the conversation is like, I don't want to sell the most properties. Mm -hmm. I want to create a lifestyle where I'm doing a good job by the people I represent and enjoying that process. But that's not the goal. The goal is not to sell the most. The goal is to sell enough properties to build a portfolio to create the lifestyle that I'm going after, which involves more of my own portfolio right. versus other people's, right? I love it. So when you optimize or when you have that clear vision, and I have it so clear to a to a fault where sometimes it prevents me from doing the day-to-day because mm-hmm. I'm so excited about the finish line, Yes, which you get caught in, right? Pizza oven we is all a good do. example. Yep. Yep. Um, but it allows me to work backwards and optimize by making the right decisions that if it doesn't contribute and get me closer towards that lifestyle, then I have to really look and be like, is it something I want to take on?
1: Right, yeah, no, well said. Um, and to the piece you know, of thinking like a designer or what we can call a, a, an architect, right? Mm-hmm. We're an architect of our, of our own lives. But the thing that's interesting about designers and architects, there are so many times throughout their phase that they get stuck. Yeah. Right. Whether it's in a building phase, they need new permits, they need new material. If it's in fashion and they're building a garment, maybe they need different, you know, a a different substance to, to move forward. But instead of them getting stuck like we do in life and then just keep going with a product that might never work out or quit, they find ways to get unstuck. Right. And that process of the design phase is called reframing. So what we have to do is learn how to reframe our thoughts when we do hit these bumps in the road along the way. Right. Um, but I so I read this article and there was there was a couple of common beliefs that were taught that really create a um, I guess a, a vision of getting stuck. And the first one was to find your passion. Right. The, I'm super guilty of this. But that is such a bad thought process to have when you're trying to I guess create a lifestyle design because the big statistic, only twenty percent of individuals actually have a clear passion and purpose in their life. Yeah. I and that was it. done at a sta- uh, like a Stanford study and not Stanford, Connecticut. Um not Stanford, Stanford uh um, university. Yeah. Right. So That was very interesting to me because I feel like I've always been one and I I get super guilty of it because I feel like I know my passion and my purpose, but maybe I am a piece of that 20% and maybe, maybe I'm not. But instead of thinking like, okay, let me find my passion and purpose. It's really about like step one is what do you, what do you like to do? Yeah right like that's that's happiness figuring out those couple things Um, and then the old-fashioned way of thinking like you know we have to figure it out uh, right after college you know right after college you should have your degree and you should get into you know your career field and you should start trending upward and then you should get married and have kids like society tells us by the age of what I don't know 30 25 30 years old somewhere in there now we're seeing such a different day and age that I do believe that we will be living much longer and you know people don't need to make these decisions so quickly so maybe this was true in the past but it's just simply not true anymore yeah um and then the final thing is trying to become the best version of yourself we're all i'm guilty too of this right and yes that's the ultimate goal but it's a very misleading sentence because life is not linear right like there's so many ebbs and flows like you talk about all the time it's a very bumpy road so you might get to a season in your life I know for me this this rings very true where you are taking a step back mm. right and that that's part of the journey though so like if I'm only focused on yeah I got to try to become my best self versus no this is exactly where I'm at right now of course I'm trying to go forward but because life is not linear I understand that you know what there might be times in my life that I go through some things and it sets me back yeah. but the ultimate goal is to keep progressing at a certain period of time uh, but those were the three thought processes that uh you know were shared in that article that definitely rung true for me
0: well said right you, I, the big recap cool. the big <laughs> the, the big spark notes <laughs> the big sparky i like that
1: <laughs> cliff notes oh my god you remember that
0: so i've been thinking i like visuals right i've been thinking have you played mario before
1: yes Mario kart? i mean
0: really any game no and mario kart does the example doesn't work so when you want to jump up and get to a higher point and there's two walls. You got to get a mushroom. Kind of works. <laughs> you but know what I'm really. saying? You know what I'm saying? You got to get the mushroom. I mean, mushroom would throw you off in lifestyle design, but... <laughs> Uh But if you want to go up like, and you want to get up where there's two walls, what do you do? Do you play video games ever? Oh, you're getting there. Yeah, jump on one. One wall and then bounce yeah, to the next, right? Which I
1: could not do when we went, CV, to that uh, to that fun arcade thing. They have two walls. No, they have two oh, walls.
2: Oh, and you try to go back and forth? Yeah, no, I just did more. That's work. amazing. Oh, great. Here we go. You got it video was, of it. It was the Ninja Warrior thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so is that what you're talking about? You kind of. So like, like, like in Mario, if
0: you want to get to this next ledge, you have to jump and bounce off one wall, which gets you up to the next wall, which bounce, bounce back. Yep. And it's kind of like a zigzag up, gotcha. right? Yes. Or you kind of put your legs like this, right, and shimmy on up. Which is very hard to do. So, that's very hard. <laughs> very well very said. Physical. So this is—they so, have
2: that in Mario. Yeah, Sorry, Mario, Mario. bounce off the walls no, no. To the Oh, I thought not the splitting the legs. He doesn't even have legs.
0: But well, this example got real derail. <laughs> um, so if you're going to get up two walls, you got to either bounce off <laughs> or yep. you're trying to shimmy up. I and like that. I don't know what's easier, but that's how I'm looking at personal and professional lately. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at like, <laughs> for example, <clears throat> I have a meeting on a Monday. Mm-hmm. And it's a big meeting. I'm doing a pricing. It's very professional. Got something going on. All right. Wednesday is Wednesday. Yes, it's kind of incorporated into pro- professional life, but I'm making a nice steak with Dana. It's a little date night. So I'm going from this professional thing. to this personal thing. And then Friday, I got something for real estate. And then I go back to the professional yep. thing. And then it's like Sunday, we have some family time. And I go to the personal thing. Kind of ping-ponging your way through life mm-hmm. keeps that. He's got a video. That's good. Yeah, that's bad. So, like, ping ponging your way through life is kind of the lifestyle design that I enjoy the most yep. because it prevents burnout. It prevents you from getting too, um, like, one dimensional. Right. I'm not saying focus is my goal, mm-hmm. but the, it's not, you're not bouncing around activities. You're, you're basically just, um, you know, you're you're recirculating the energy.
1: Right. This is very um, this concept is very Rob Dierdecky of you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He, and this is a, a, a huge um, influence in, in your life. And honestly, I'm looking at him so much more now, like we've spoken about. But he would say instead of waiting because he's been optimizing the same thing, but instead of waiting till Wednesday, maybe you have a meeting Monday. Right. So but, talk about Wednesday. But then you have a meaty Monday as well. So yeah, it's yeah. that same night that you make making a steak with with your your beautiful wife. Yes. Right. Like yeah. he's been fi- trying to find ways that he's like, yes, I am so you know busy in the professional world. But it means nothing if you can't figure out a really good balance and then continue to optimize that. Yeah. So maybe what was once or twice a week now can be three, four times a week for him.
0: And I'm not saying you need every day to be like, you want to jump out of bed. But I found for me, I look forward to things. So if I can have more things that are more enjoyable in my schedule within managing yep. and the less, it, if you have too many things going on, it stresses you out, it defeats the whole purpose. Yes. But if you do it very intentionally, I think there's a nice cadence where you can really kind of squeeze a life out of your week Yep. and be very fulfilled. I've become more overwhelmed and drained mm-hmm. when I don't have those things to look forward to that are more personal than anything. Right. So that is something, like we talked about, with the food and entertaining and having yes. events. And, you know, you got to be smart and you have to save money and be um, selective in what you put your energy towards. But what are we doing it all for, right? Like you got to enjoy it. Yes. If you're not enjoying it, then you got to refocus. Do nothing,
1: right? Yeah. I like it. Um, so this will literally bring you to your favorite piece, not Dave's Dime of the Week, but this is the big process here. All right. So I'm going to talk to you about how you, the listener, can potentially – start to think about designing your own life. If you feel like your life is in shambles, like Mike, like myself, like C D at times. Um, shambles. So the, f- <laughs> the first thing, though, is to really scatter out all of your endeavors. Right. Like once you figure things out and yes, you know, there are a bunch of people in their 20s that listen to this podcast. Um, so maybe you haven't figured it out yet and that's OK. Right. But at some point you need to get to a level to where you can. Literally paint the picture of all of the things that you do, right? Like for me, you know, my my professional ones. You can have this podcast. You have public service. I'm very interested in uh, health and wellness. Um, and then you have your your interests, right? Well, before I get the interests, I have my faith-based stuff that I'm that I'm into. My family that I'm into. So that's like the core of my stuff. And then I have my interest endeavors, right? That's my real estate stuff. That's my cigars. Um, that's my my fashion with my mink coats. That's my watches. This you know watching sports. So you have to literally take all these things and then start to connect the dots Mm. between them, right? Like professionally for me, I've been involved in many things that I've now said no to because it really doesn't align with the dots that I have in my life. This podcast is a perfect example that like this is something I would never give up because it connects so well to all of the dots that I have in my life. So look at the things that are outside of your, um, I guess, I don't know your big circle right so yeah you you can be kind of all over the place with the dots but if something is bringing you really far left or really far right or bringing you so much stress like that's where you have to really take it out of your life and I don't know about you but I, I feel like there's been there's been times that I've had way too much going on 100%. and I'm like yeah listen I just got to kind of scale it back and really begin to connect the dots
0: yeah, and you don't know until you've done a lot and tried a lot of stuff to really realize what you want to keep and what you want to uh, yes, take out. I agree. It's like when you, I mean, the cooking metaphor, but like if you make food, you can't really, unfortunately, you really can't like take spices out. You yep. can keep adding to them, Yep. you know, and you yep. kind of ruin the whole dish if right. you go too crazy with all the spices. Mm-hmm. Simplicity sometimes maximizes the dish and your life's like a dish. So like sometimes you got to keep it simple. And very straightforward, and it'll be better than if you went crazy with all these things. I love the food references today. I'm starving.
1: Perfect. <laughs> um, yeah, and then once you so once you figure that out, like I was saying, right, you, you need to now recognize what I guess you can call as a uh, gravity problems. Gravity problems, right? What does gravity do? It pulls you down. It, it grounds you. It brings you down. It ain't holding me down, right? Now. But if it. it, it it grounds you, but not in a good way. It's not like a humble grounding. That's because mic is full of helium. I'm full, of helium. <laughs> full hot air. Right? Um, but the, these problems are big problems in our lives. And a lot of the time, these gravity problems are the ones that cause us to get stuck and then cause us to ultimately quit. But the way we need to look at this is this, these are circumstantial things that you really can't change and you have to learn to deal with them, right? Like unless you're really willing to change this gravity problem. For example, if you have a coworker or a boss that you really, really just don't like, are you willing to do what it takes to completely remove that gravity problem out of your life? Nine times out of 10, probably not because that might mean that you have to leave that company because that gravity problem is that boss that you just don't like. Right. So we have to learn how to live with the gravity problems that, yes, the circumstance sucks. We don't like it, but there are certain things and certain problems that we can work through. And it's a it's a reframing of the thought process to say, you know what? Yes, I have this little issue that's going on here, but is this issue going to be one that's going to ultimately bring me down and make me fail or is it one that I can work through, right? Can I lean on other coworkers? And is there another form of supervision that can be applied if it's in that workspace? Um, but those, you know, that strategy is something that like, I feel like in business, we allow those gravity issues to just F us up drain. you, Right. Um, and now I guess there's three different, and this, this was really cool for me to, to read about and I, I loved it, but there's an exercise and it said, create three versions of your life, mm-hmm. right? So Version this is one, what I like. and you'll like this. This is what I like. Because I'll explain, I guess, my versions and then you, you do yeah. yours too. But so there's three, You, you t- it's an exercise and you take the thought process of three different versions of your life. The first one is basically your life now, you just make it better. Mm. So it's your current life, but you add in your bucket list stuff. You Who know? wrote this article? If you like to this travel. It was a uh, Stanford article. I oh, can send it to you. Fuck. Those people, I tell you. <laughs> With an N, right? Stanford? Uh, yes, exactly. Smart people. Smart people. I, I, I've heard about them. I don't, I, I don't think I could have got into that school, but uh, I'm in Stanford now. So there I you applied. Go. <laughs> never. I must have got lost in the mail. <laughs> right, exactly. So it's taking your life that you have right now, you're just making it a little bit better. You add in your interest, you add in your bucket list stuff, but typically you're living that life. Yeah. Right? So that's version one. Version two is pretend that your current life does not even exist anymore. For me, I'm not in public service right now. AI, right, artificial intelligence, robots, <laughs> aliens, whatever it is, came in and completely took my life away. Mm. What would my life look like now? right? If that, money was no object, what would you do? No. That's not it. That's not it? That's not it. It's if your current life just didn't you exist, restart. it has nothing, nothing to do with money. Got it. Right? Version three, though, is now what you're talking about. This is your wild card plan. Right money is not not an option it's not a factor but if you didn't have to post on social to get likes if nobody was judging you if social media didn't exist you just had every asset that you wanted to do your wild card life
0: Right, that's why I like. I'm
1: doing that one, which is cool. But I now choose the third one, I don't want. To do so, so for me, like my second one, if you want to hear, I guess. What my, yeah, I would love to hear what it my David. second life is. I so, like how
0: he, I like how <laughs> I never ask. Like, so what's your? He's just like, if you want to hear, if you want to hear, yeah.
1: So my pretend life, right? Because well, my my current life is what it is right now. It Would be exactly this, just maybe a little bit, you know, more travel, more, more calves, business, more cigars, more calves, you know, that type of stuff. Um, but my 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 life, if this one didn't exist right now, and I still had. You know the the skill sets that that I have because it didn't say change your peep, uh, change your your skills. It said change you know your surroundings pretty much. Yeah. So I think I would open a gym, right? I would have I would have that as my my form of income. Where free um, free membership. Yeah, I would probably be in a, in a hot place, Venice, California. Dave, Venice, Dave, free memberships for absolutely free. The boys, one hundred percent. But I would lean on, I think I'll that go route. Once of, a month, <laughs> <laughs> I would lean on that route of business. I'd Never go. Um, <laughs> yo, I hate you guys. I, I got a home gym, here. lifestyle design. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just um, kidding. I'd I would lean. I would you. lean on that route of business um, if my current life in public service really didn't exist right okay that's from from a business standpoint um and then one. i guess my wild card plan though this would be this would be where i would be really chilling
0: though. i can't wait to hear this not gonna lie
1: um so i i don't know if i would even really want to own anything i would just have so much money that i would stay in the top places of wherever i was for a couple months but i would want to visit every single place that i've ever wanted to, to visit in my life yep. um tropical islands i'm mean, Private jet. Like, yes, it would look very materialistic for sure, but oh, I would have I would have, and this is the this is where you would completely disagree. Give it to I me. I probably would have seven kids. That's why would I disagree with that? I don't know, because you always say it's like, hard. I'm yeah, not gonna yeah, yeah. it's gonna be easy. But, but I might it's hard. I might if be able to have all, kids, the, all the I mean, nannies, the help
2: in the world, right? Yeah, yeah, it's true. I'm serious. I have, so I have a question. Yes. Because I think that's a question that does get asked yep. frequently to anybody, right? Mm-hmm. you have all the money in the world, what do you do? Yep. Travel, do this. Could you sustain that for the rest of your life?
1: Yes, because what I would do. What happens when you
2: visit every country, and that, every
1: resort, and everything? You pick you, your favorites. No, so that that really doesn't matter, right? The location to me is that's irrelevant. For me, it's about the habits, right? This doesn't say anything about any habits because I would still sustain the exact same habits that I have now, right? So you would just, work out
2: every day. That's cool, but then what? You, what is your purpose? What would would, I'm confused at what you're I, saying. I believe people need uh-huh. purpose in life to be able to continue moving forward. And if you no longer have a purpose, is yep. your I guess well, you has got purpose. Family. Yeah, I was gonna stuff. say. So it's it's not for for you. It
1: might sound like my
2: one habit is working out,
1: right? But for me, <laughs> no, I just put that out. there. Well, yeah, no, no, that's fine. But yes, it, so him, working out that. would absolutely a lot of cigars too. <laughs> it would absolutely be a piece of it, right? The cigar game would absolutely be a piece of it. But now, if I have that much money. What type of service am I doing for others? I would want to bring every single person along with me, right? So as the family grows, I mean, the experiences that I would be able to provide to everybody, I don't think I could run, ever run out of that. Can I So basically, challenge you would be doing what you do now just for free? Just for, f- uh, well, it, so this it, in, is, in a way, that is
2: what you do, but you know, we're,
0: it's life? Not so we're at trying that, to yeah, yeah it but not at I mean. that level. So yes, yeah.
1: but the most interesting piece about this. Yeah. When you paint Which, by the this way, picture, a nice but you got
0: you got to get more specific. I need locations. Well, I, I need got. Destinations. I, I can do
1: that. But but hear me out though, real quick. Because this is this this part is important. I like we're just yelling at him. When yeah. you when you actually do this exercise, right? And yes, you get specific like yeah. that. You will find that you can. There's so many parallels with all three of these lives. Yeah. Right. Like so. Now there's different
0: levels of it.
1: There's different levels. So now. Now what it is, is for you to create your ultimate lifestyle design, how do you physically begin to create this in small form, right? For example, and my last thing, I'll pass this no, over to you. No, no, this is you.
0: good. I like it.
1: So after that design phase, if you're a builder, right, what do you typically do? After you have the design, you bring it to life, like you prototype it, right? Now these prototype conversations, I mean, I'm sorry, these prototypes can be just conversations with people who that are living that type of lifestyle that you want. For example, right? I love Puerto Rico. You guys know that. I travel there a lot, right? In the past That's 12 nice. years, I've probably been there 30 plus times, right? And I, I love it every time I go. And I would absolutely love to own like uh I don't know if it's a food truck, a coffee shop, a bar in Puerto Rico, but not as my main source of income. But if my life didn't exist, version number two, yes, I would have a gym as my main source of income, but I would also want to have some investment in Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. But I have spoken about to a that. gentleman and I've yeah. told you guys about this gentleman. Yeah. He's constantly telling me, you know, about how great his life is in Puerto Rico mm-hmm. and how his investment opportunities are there. And really, it's a realistic thing for me. Like if I wanted to do it, yeah. I can do it.
0: I have a mutual friend, or not a mutual friend, but a friend that I should connect you with that is thinking about going down there and doing commercial real estate full time. Yeah. That he's in Greenwich, right? Good but, guy.
1: So yeah. the the real example there, though, is like that's a that's a way to prototype. It what something something seems so far and outlandish, yeah. really only takes a
0: conversation. To potentially see how you can bring it to life. See, I like the version, the, the Puerto Rico version, mm-hmm. because that's specific. I think a lot of people get caught in the generalization of yeah. things, like mm-hmm. the concept of oh, I private jet, and it's yes, it's something I say and joke around about. But I know specifically, I want to be very involved in Italy. Like when I get older, I want to be able to be somewhat involved in Italy. To I don't know to to an extent, mm-hmm. but a big goal of mine is to speak the language fluently. Yep. And the reason that's a big goal is because I always start at the end and I envision my life of like, all right, well, you have uh, kind of a home base that has the ultimate gym, home gym. You have the ultimate hangout spot of Bar Miguel. Yep. And, you know, a nice house. Kids are happy. Um, I'm able to be flexible and bring them to school, pick them up from school. But is this
1: version one or version two of your life?
0: This is the max version, but but, but this I'm gonna is
1: basically your current life, but maxed,
0: maxed. But I, I start at the I like to start at the end, gotcha, and then okay. I'll work my way back, gotcha. So like that, and then in addition, you have a uh, building on Grantch Avenue with a commercial kitchen where I host pop ups, and like Grantch needs a donut shop, uh, they come to my pop up and I host events there. Um, it's kind of a clubhouse for all my clients. I work primarily in um investment commercial and multifamily real estate I will do other things but that's my main source I'm the number one multifamily agent in Greenwich the m- number one commercial real estate agent in Greenwich um and I have a portfolio that makes more money than my active income which is my selling of real estate yep. and that that kind of carries everything else over um I have a um I don't know if the private jets in there, but let's for, for the hell of it. If Absolutely. My, so a jet that takes us to Italy that is specifically designed to go to and from Italy. I have a route that I go um five times a year. When I go, I try to stay for a couple weeks at a time. I have the lifestyle design where, you know, we either leave the kids and we have um so with a private jet what I like, and I'm not saying this is gonna happen, but when you have easier access to stuff like that. The time it takes to plan and get back is less of a um, a deterrent. Yeah. So you could go for a week, you know, like if mm-hmm. you're doing something like that. Right. And uh, what I'm realizing in my end vision, my wildcard vision has gotten a lot clearer is because I'm realizing like you can't for me. I don't want to go everywhere. I know I love Italy. Mm-hmm. I know I love the lifestyle there. I know I have roots there. And my family in general has lost connection to it and i feel like for whatever reason i've been drawn to learn the language and like reconnect with it Mm -hmm. and i'm realizing that i can't do that all over the world so if i can focus on a couple few things and focus on creating that connection and like uh, this vision of and this is just like a little example going there being like uh speaking the language to someone who owns a vineyard i get back to greenwich and i'm like all right like you guys are phenomenal. Like you have to go to this vineyard. I'm connected with them. I help them with whatever. Like you guys take my plane, go for a week. When you get back, we'll buy some property. Yeah. Like that concept of having a being a concierge slash like yeah. If you go into Stanford, I don't know what the F you're gonna buy. So if you had
1: all the money in the world, you would still sell real estate? Yes. Because I would buy. Yeah, I was gonna so,
0: say. So why? no, so here's the thing. I've this is something I've struggled with. I think I would always sell it mm. because yes. I would have the expertise. Well, if, you're selling
1: your personal real estate at that level. No, no, no.
0: I'm never selling any of my real estate. My real estate. I'm buying. I'm never selling. That's gotcha. my goal, too. So that's a big thing mm-hmm. for Lifestyle Design. So if you own buildings on Grinch Avenue, yep. I have info that no one else enta- – or I have a, a dangerous amount of info to be valuable to people. Right. Even more so than just an agent that sells of course someone who owns property knows the cap rates they know the local tenants they know the issues you run into so like by having all that it would be dumb not even to sell and at that level of expertise you can pick and choose your clients Mm -hmm. so i wouldn't be running around like a chick with my head cut off anymore it would be i don't know if we're a right fit for together like i'll take on your building but i'll take it on on this terms Term, right. and if they say no it's whatever because i have this other thing grant cardona but to cut that off completely would kind of i think it would be i think i need that balance mm-hmm. i think i need to be doing something active for other people and helping them out and it allows me for like a dave yeah. in the future to say hey mike i want to get involved in local market what are we doing right to be still sharp so that i can help family and friends in yeah. that arena yep and maybe that's who i take that's maybe i just take on like a very core group of people mm-hmm. as clients but to have that element, I like.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, th- I think it's important too because when you get to that um, that wild card version of the life, um, yes, there's, there's a lot of material things. Yeah. Because I like material things. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. But to CV's point of how you never lose that like fire or go broke or something like that is you do have to have that service element applied to it. Um, so, but I think that becomes much more clear as you kind of move
0: through life. hundred percent. Right? So then, like. So I think in that scenario. Right. And then I work backwards. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, all right, if I'm going to be involved in Italy, I don't know if I would ever want to buy real estate in Italy because, again, I want to be like super focused. Maybe if it made sense. Um, All right. Then what do I need to do like to even what's like the I need to learn Italian right like I love going to Italy but if I can't speak it then that vision kind of doesn't it falls apart you just be so rich you have a translator to walk around with you yeah but it's not fun all right damn right? like so that that's something that like you work backwards or like all right then how are you going to be hyper local like all oh, let's let's try to make like a logo of Greenwich and like I worked back and now I have yep. a Greenwich logo mm-hmm. and I'd like, say all right how do I get to those buildings and whatnot well, You really, to make enough, you need your own company. So then like, all right, well, to get your own company, you need to learn the real estate game. All right, to learn real estate, you need to get your license. So like every little step I've taken now has been pointing me toward that direction. Right. And for people, they might be like, oh, he's like, you know, he's eating donuts. But in my head, I'm like, I'm creating a relationship with the donut shop so that if they ever buy a building, I'm their guy. And or once I have a place, I can invite them to do a pop-up. You know, and maybe I can't do that pop up yet, but I can invite them to bring their food truck. Absolutely. You know, like I can do things that are a scenario where I don't have the money or real estate to do it yet, Mm -hmm. but I can kind of test out the model and kind of recalibrate. And yeah, I have a commercial listing that's $1,500 a month. Like that's not a lot, but I'm going to make a connection with their landlord and I'm a step closer to the vision, Mm -hmm. you know, like i'm I'm trying to bite the elephant one one little bite at a time, I like it, but i my elephant's big elephant, yeah, of course, right, but that's what that's what life is about, um, but that what I'm realizing is I became a little discouraged because I'm so far from the vision, and I feel like I should be closer, but now I'm realizing just progress towards it, no matter how slow, has been fun, right. like I'm really enjoying the process to get there now versus in the past where it was all about the end result, right which comes with progress though but if you're not making progress you get discouraged
1: right but that's why the the mental piece here is huge because like one of my goals every single day is to make progress in one major facet of my life yeah right and that's not hard to do it's really not because if i sit down and i read a book with Callie, i just made significant progress as a father of just spending bonding time right yeah. if i took the time to bring her to a store bring her out to eat something so there's there's never a day that's really that bad right yeah but in terms of discouragement, when people get discouraged, you have to bring it down to that base base level. But I feel like, and I've spoke about this before, our common sense becomes too common and you think that something so insignificant in the moment has no effect. But in the reality of things like life really is about these little small things, inch by inch by inch by inch. You can't get to the mountain without taking one step. Yep. Right. And it's tough to do in the moment. And again, I'm not perfect by any means when it comes to this, because I I want, you know, the results tomorrow as well. But when I have that goal in my head, it's
0: a it's an achievable goal every single day. So you're very methodical, organized, how you layer things in. Whereas my approach has been and it's kind of working and I'm figuring it out. But like if I have a puzzle, if it's a puzzle, my ultimate goal, I see pieces that I'm like, I like that piece, I mm-hmm. want to involve that piece and talk yep. to them, but I don't know how it fits yet. So I kind of put them all on my my board. Like if you're making a puzzle and it's on a table, I yep. put all the puzzle pieces on the table mm-hmm. and then I start figuring out like, oh, this fits with this and that fits with this. And the I think if you want to be effective in in Lifestyle design, you need to be effective in integration. Like, you need to figure out, to your point, stuff that drains you Mm -hmm. and then stuff that adds to your energy. And if something adds to your energy and connects with another initiative and you can align those, like that's where I think it gets really exciting. Mm -hmm. Like, the food brand, No Snooze, if you think about it, they add perfectly into the overall goal and brand of everything. Mm -hmm. And then this new element of Not Another Real Estate Show. Is this docu style, which this is the No Snooze podcast? How I look at everything is a snapshot each week of us kind of updating people what's going on. It's a venting session, it's a strategy strategy session, it's a, it's like collaborative, like not in a real estate show, is you're just following the growth and mm-hmm. the storyline and seeing if the shit we talk about here happens. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Then, like, tell Mike saying it was like, all right, Mike talks about all this food and stuff. Here's this snapshot in time of him eating. And like enjoying building the concepts, but also networking for the local commercial world, Mm -hmm. right? And then you're like, all right, well, that all adds to what? Being more connected to Greenwich, being more connected to that world, and selling properties and buying properties, right? So, like, if you can kind of create your pillars that all add to your main North Star of whatever the goal is or whatever, like a gym, right? If the gym's gonna be like this thing that everything is building towards then your position in local service is a huge attribute. No Snooze podcast and the network we've done here, a huge attribute. Mm-hmm. Your personal life, your lifestyle, your habits, huge attribute. Um, you know, our connections to Orgain. So like you're doing the same thing in your own lane and all, but we're in a Venn diagram where all of our journeys overlap. Yes. So like we're all working with each other as partners, but independently to create our own lifestyle. Right. Right. hundred percent. If it was too much pushing my way, and everything you're doing was just contributing to me. Then it's the time to refocus and recalibrate, mm-hmm. right? If I was doing stuff and it was just pushing towards your goal, then it's not a good relationship. Yep. You know. Yeah,
1: it's yeah. a good way to look at it. Um, and then I also think when you do get clear on whatever these you know these versions of your life looks like, you know, you have to get to a place that now. It goes beyond the talking and you have to make decisions. Yes. And this is where people, like, it gets very hard, even for for us as well. Uh, but decision making, we have to stop like overanalyzing things, right? You, it, it's very basic. You, you have to have your rational, like, pro and con list when you're making a decision. But then I think the other piece to that is start to feel what's going on in your body. Your body tells you, right? It really tells you. Mike always explains, you know, how he felt this thing. And, and I, I spoke to him on the phone, actually. It was, I don't know if you remember, but maybe a month ago now. Um, and you were like, yeah, there was just this thing. Like, it just kept, like, I knew that I had to, like, go on my yeah. own. Like, they served me a, uh, a silver spoon yeah, with yeah. the big company, but it yeah. just wasn't for me. So I went, you know, I went with what I was feeling. Now, I do think a misconception is to always follow your gut, Right. This is a little deep, but I think your gut at times can be very reactional, mm. right? Reactional to things. Whereas if you really take the time to follow what's going on in your heart, those deep stuff. No, it's good. But if you really find out what's going on in your heart and you can sit and be quiet with, you know, the emotions. Never make decisions when you're emotional. That's huge. But when you feel what's going on in your body, the sensation that when you're talking about these things, and you pair that with that pro list, that's when it's time to make a decision. And then go. And when you go. You have to go. You can't look back. You can't take the, oh, well, what if I did? Yeah, what if? What if? Yeah. But it's fine. It's behind you. So it's about an all-in approach to now creating that, that lifestyle that you want.
0: My It's a good point about the gut thing. My rule is if I have the gut reaction or gut feeling for an extended period of time, and I think I forgot what I did for myself, maybe three months, like a certain amount of months. Can't be just a couple days. It's like if you want to buy something, Mm -hmm. they say don't buy it. And then if you still want to buy it in a month, you can buy it for yourself. I'm very impulsive. Yeah. But point being is like. I was sitting in
1: a seven series BMW yesterday.
0: Yeah. yeah. (laughs) But like there's conversations. If they keep replaying, there's, there's, you got to listen to your subconscious. And it's something that I wasn't very in tune with, but I'm getting in tune as I get older. And as you speak things and you explain things, to people and have conversations which I think is healthy you start to realize what you're telling yourself Yes. right like I've had that conversation with people about going off my own for a long time mm-hmm. um, and sometimes it was tongue in cheek you know I was like oh yeah but even that you got to look at and be like why did I say that if, even if I'm joking yep. it's coming from somewhere right shit just doesn't <laughs> yeah, yeah. come out of nowhere right yep. so like that and thoughts and like all right, I think this is the next step or like the not another real estate show has given me so much stress about trying to figure out this new format and recording and documenting my day to day. But there's something telling me that it's going to be the biggest thing I do because it's going to be, it's going to bring everyone along for the journey. And it's going to be kind of a thing that I'll look back at in 20 Mm -hmm. years, just like no snooze that we're going to look back and be like, thank God we recorded all this because if people thought it was just dumb luck, Mm -hmm. there's, a thousand episodes where we talk that shouldn't exist exactly so like there's things that i want to give up on Mm -hmm. but i keep telling myself like i know it's the right move i know it's the right move it sucks i know this is it like big you know getting my commercial license or getting my commercial learning commercial a and then b getting a commercial like education i've failed at like four or five times COVID hit I had a bunch of deals in the pipeline, couldn't get the first deal. Uh, I started to do the classes. I had the kids. I dropped the cl- the ball. But something keeps telling me, you were right. This is the move. Keep going. Because if you don't, your future self's going to be pissed. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to be looking at the person who took that from you. Not a you know, It's not a specific person, but you'll look at someone in the yeah. future and be like, that could have been me. Mm-hmm. Because you quit. Yeah. So now I think like that guy who's living that great lifestyle with the family and super happy would be pissed at me right. if I didn't do. If all you do day to day is try to make your future self happy with yourself, that's you'll
1: make the better decisions, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, fun fact with the, and I'm I'm sure I've shared this, but it was probably like um, episode I don't know all the way back, I mean, probably within the first ten episodes. But I had this thought of doing this podcast. Yeah. for over six months. So to your point- And you bullied me. but I'm happy your, you did. But to your point, I bullied CV too. Yeah, um, right, But CV? to your point about having this consistent feeling, I kept telling, like it just kept popping up. Yeah. But over a period of six months, and but this yeah. was now, you know, a couple years into me listening to podcasts, realizing what I like and kind of my vision for, for my own life. Um, But thinking to myself like, damn, I've been through some stuff. Like I know it's not like elite level stuff, but like I, I feel like I can- help one person out there, right? Yeah. And that's what it's about. And it's recording, you know, the process to get to where you're ultimately at. But no joke to from idea to actual implementation was a period of six months that it was a consistent, consistent idea to then finally I spoke to Mike and C V and
0: bullied them into uh, joining the the ride. So what I'm really my lifestyle I'm realizing is like what I want is to have such bulletproof relationships with the people I've invested in and mm-hmm. love and enjoy to the point where they would do anything for me, I'd do anything for them. Yep. And somehow along this journey of life we're all living, there's an overlap where we make each other better, mm-hmm. right? Which is a very high-level thing to say. But the concept being like when we have a conversation and you have your personal stuff going on and you're opening the gym, I can contribute. It doesn't have to be in a formal setting, mm-hmm. but like some thoughts that then in turn you respect of like, oh yeah, Mike somewhat, you know, there's something that influenced him to, or even to take the plunge and be like, if you really want to start a gym, like you go for this. it. You could do this. You could do this. Yeah. Like I've seen you do a lot of shit and if you want to start a gym and that's like, if nothing else, is there a way to incorporate that into your life where mm-hmm. it wouldn't drain you of everything else? It would add to you. Right. That's the biggest thing. Is Besides like, money at the beginning. Well, no, do, it doesn't have, do we talked about this. You yeah. don't need any overhead. Right you could do boot camps. Yeah. I we just did a lease for a gym in Greenwich and literally they just have people guest boot camp and I don't I think they just keep what they, you know, it helps yep. them get exposure and they keep it to take. Right. So there's always a a way that you could do it for no money. Yes. It's just not ideal, mm-hmm. right? Like everyone wants the Zoo Culture gym. Right. But if you don't have the money, you can't have it. I want a fucking 10 grand pizza oven. Can't afford it. (laughs) Yeah. I got to rock on the uni for now. (laughs) Right. But a lot of people get discouraged on doing that first thing because they want the last thing. And I'm guilty of that.
1: Oh, well, and I'm sure this rings true for you, too. But like one of the biggest mistakes, I think, in business that you can do is exactly what Mike is talking to. Um, You know, you go out and you like, well, what's the logo for my business look like? you know what i mean like let me spend hours talking about this magnificent logo yeah but then what happens and this happened to me a bunch of times it happened with the beard oil it happened with the hat company like i had these great logos in my head although and i spent all the time yeah this logo is fire i'm not gonna lie um but you spend all this time on uh um insignificant things versus the actual product and figuring out how to bring that product to market In a way that's very simple, like you're talking about, whether it's no capital or just trying it out amongst your friends, getting feedback from your friends. Because at the end of the day, I I had this great logo, but if no one wants the product, it's going to shit anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? But I I feel like in business, even in school, like business classes sometimes, marketing, you sit there and you like learn about the marketing approach to things. But really, it's like, no, you have an idea, like you start to filter that idea through a couple people, try it, bring it to market, see some feedback, and then, okay, now you can start to grow.
0: So the like the I think if I have to give myself credit for anything, it's I'm not afraid of taking the the non sexy step to things. Yes, I agree. Wine's day, that is not what I envisioned. It's as pretty like, cool though. It's, it's good, but it's fun, like right? It. So I was like, I want to do this thing where like I incorporate wine because I enjoy wine, and it's like a, a natural progression. It's something I can do with Dana, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm like, I would love to like do it at their place, have events, like make a bash. And I was like, "Ah, I don't have the time or money to do that. What can we do? All right, let's pick up a bottle of wine and just get takeout. And we'll just set up a camera and bullshit. So, like, that has come with time because I've tried to jump to the big end goal and wasted a lot of money. Like, I've Mm -hmm. spent a lot on random game plan. And this way... You create kind of that ground swell. Yep. Oh, people enjoy it. All right, next time we'll try to upgrade it. Right. So next time, like, maybe I'll cook a steak. Maybe I'll invest, well, in, you know. I, so
1: I was going to say, I want to pitch an idea to you. Yeah. Pick, maybe, maybe, to maybe, maybe, I don't know. I know time is limited these days, but maybe we can get involved in a steaks and stogies Saturday or something. I don't know. Like, so, you know what I'm saying? Like, so,
0: so you know what I mean? So we've talked about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll say it on here steaks, publicly. Steaks, stogies, well, Saturdays,
1: no snooze. Well,
0: <laughs> so remember we talked about weights and steaks? Yes. So we talked about the idea of like my home gym and we cook in my driveway, weights and steaks, where we work out and then we have a steak. Stogie now too. Stogie too. <laughs> so like that is a perfect example. So that's like the goal, right? Yeah. And then I'm like, all right, well, I need a home gym, right? So I'm like, I got to start acquiring home gym stuff. <laughs>
2: so like- We could have a three-way steak cookout. Right? Ooh. Why don't, oh. I, just, I don't want to be you, stressed. Yeah. Like, yeah, I I want to enjoy no, no. Just you know, friendly competition between yeah. the three. You cook
0: steak, right? You- Not well. I want to learn <laughs> oh, better. Never mind then I guess yeah, you and yeah. I can. Yeah, 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 and I'll taste test. That's <laughs> no, smart. Uh, but that whole like, what we just talked about, it it like leans right into what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a home gym. It goes on brand. The food show, like, it hits all the. You know, it's collaborative and integrative. So, like that stuff, I can't wait to do. I just gotta be patient because, like. I mean, we could do it tomorrow because I have a gym. It's crappy, and we could do it. It's just a matter of doing it. I mean, I'm talking like, myself out but We your, could do Your wreck.
1: your Fisher-Price rack you. can't hold me. I'm sorry. Those fake weights can't can't keep up with me, man. I'm sorry. Weights and stakes would be pretty good.
0: So, for example, to execute this, what we'll do is I'll get a local Greenwich butcher shop because you got to keep it very focused. Um, we'll get like a little, you know- charcoal grill what, whoa, do, what whoa, do you, can whoa, you cook whoa, on why? what do you I want mean, to cook I, on
1: I, I can do anything but
0: I mean, charcoal is fine but why wouldn't we have a grill you don't have a grill I do we've never used it I have a <laughs> what <laughs> we <laughs> haven't used it times are tough how do we even right.
2: continue this right, right. should <laughs> we do an well, air fryer how fry? do you want to do a <laughs> cooking yeah, yeah. show you've air never fried. never started
0: um,
1: no, it's, that's so funny <laughs> yeah but yeah of course there's so many different ways to
0: do And and I think people gotta give themselves a leniency which yeah. I've been better at just cause you don't do it and you keep talking about as long as you do it one day you could be yeah. like, oh, it just took me a long... Which is true. The food show, I tried to do for years. Two or three years before I found a videographer that wanted mm. to do it with me. Uh, that was local, like it made sense. Yep. Um, I'm sure no snooze you wanted to do for a long time before we started.
1: Well, six months,
0: but... I mean, that's yeah. a long time, right? Yeah. A lot of people wouldn't do it after yeah. six months. Yeah. So, like, I don't think it's terrible if you don't get things done. Just yeah. don't forget about them and actually do right. it. And do so, it. like, weights and stakes... I think it's hilarious. And the whole concept's fun. It's like we're working out and then we're eating steak. I like it. It's a casual. It's a good, you know, a I good mean, excuse to hang out. It it's is. work, but kind of fun. And with a logo like this, I mean, no snooze, baby. The hardest part I'm dealing with now is like the line of work and fun, which I think is good because, like, what the balance? You're saying the line of yeah. balance, you mean? Yeah, like the balance. Like gotcha. a lot of stuff I do throughout the day is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. A lot. It's hard, yeah. but like, I enjoy it.
1: I'm happy to see you talking like this, you know, because um, especially starting a new endeavor like you're doing is very stressful, you know, and there were a couple couple weeks. And, and as oh, as you stressed. should, of course, yeah. but as you should. But it's good for you for me to see that you have the, you know, the, the swagger and the the spunkiness and the excitement
0: to battle through it because you're still going to get stressed and you're still stressed. You know, um, you know, but, realization I had what? last week. I had the realization of, like, if I'm going down, I'm going down swinging.
2: That nobody cares, and why do we do
0: it? <laughs> uh, well, kind of. Yeah. So, uh, Burke Kreischer, I talk about all the time, one of my favorite people of all the time. He said something hilarious that I've embraced. He said, if I'm going down on a plane, he's like, likely there's going to be some footage that airs, right? He's like, I'm pouring myself a tall glass of Jack. I'm lighting up a cigar on that plane crashing, and I'm going down with a smile. Because if my kids or anyone see me, I want them to know that like I swung. I gave it a good swing. And I was like, oh, it's fucking good. I like it. So I'm in a I'm in a plane that <laughs> could be crashing, <laughs> but I'm going to have a drink and that's, a stogie because, listen, if I go down, at least I'm going down with a drink and a stogie. Does like that make it. sense? Absolutely. Uh, but I
1: don't think you're going down, by the way. I think you're it, – it's like that life piece that we were talking about. Oh, right? yeah, of like, course. Yeah, you might yeah. be feeling like you're taking a step back financially or whatever it is when, when you're –
0: putting all this money into this business and stuff like that but i think it's ultimately going to play out in the end i think of things as lanes so like i'm in the i was in the middle lane and i want to get in the fast lane but you have to get you got to go back and over to get into the fast lane Mm -hmm. so that you can have a better opportunity but in that beginning stage you're like slowing down and you're questioning everything and then you get into the left lane you're like oh this guy's going slow in front of me but then once you get the opportunity you're gonna realize like oh like Yes. I pick the right lane.
1: Yeah, you know. Adios, amigos. Or you crash um, and die. That's true. Beautiful. So this will bring us to my favorite section, Dave's dime of the week. Is
0: this your favorite Steak, section? Steaks. Yeah? Steaks. Uh, I'll be honest. I like the food parts. Oh, I think whatever. we start a new segment called Steak Talk.
1: Whatever. You'll like this quote though, because it's um, it's simple and it's I, I for once it plays into what we're actually talking about here. All right. Steaks and it goes and like this life either happens by design or by default
0: that's a good one you choose one of your better ones did you make that up (laughs) i didn't make it up i didn't make it up it wasn't
1: it wasn't a dave regina that was a
0: good quote where'd you Um, get that one uh, we got to start giving people credit (laughs) we're
1: get (laughs) too honestly i don't know because sometimes so the design i i did add words to it shit up yeah i do Honestly, well, it, it depends. Certain things, like I'll take a piece of something that I read, but then I'll switch the wording around. So, like, technically, it's—I don't know if it's somebody else's anymore. I'm sure somebody else has said that right in the past, but it's—it's. It's, I've been I've been trying to so think more and more. It is
2: a quote by Dave Regina.
1: Yeah. No, no, which
0: I like. I, I'm not saying it's bad. No, <laughs> Just it. but
1: I've been trying to think more and more about the simplicity of things, right? And the big simple. I've I've been guilty of like really trying to think that I have to present this perfect product yeah. all the time, You know, yeah. even in business, when the reality is like, listen, li- when life is just going, that's just like default, right? That's default mode. Or you have an option to like design and create that life. So like take two words from it, design default. Beauty of life is in the imperfections. That's right. The beauty of you is the imperfections. 100%. You know I got saying? very few. Listen, happy 2023. To each and every one of you guys, this is now our second episode on the year. So if you've rocked with us this long, we thank you uh, for listening to our banter. Hopefully you found something valuable. Um, if you're liking this logo, Michael, the show Pirelli, let them know where to shop. No snooze Boom, boom.
0: I think we're still delivering these days. Yes, we are. I and- talked to Uncle Jesse. He yeah. gives us a pass. OK,
1: good. I good. talked to him. Thank God. Thank God. Some but- orders got got held up in the uh, in the queue. It was probably too much volume. Yeah, <laughs> <That's laughs> exactly. There you go. Um we thank you so
0: until next time stop snoozing get up and get after it
1: go design your life stop.
0: it's designed. I just gotta go I, it. I just need a pizza i steak that's another epi in the Books go follow us on Instagram and Facebook at No Snooze Podcast subscribe to our YouTube channel No Snooze come on come on